Big Bang Theory. Amanda, he's adopted. How can I be adopted when I have a twin sister? Think, monkey. Think. Young Sheldon, coming to CBS this fall. I can hear them perks coming. I can hear the words coming. I can hear the streets coming. Yeah. Everybody, hello. Welcome to the first episode of The Gates of Shell, the unofficial Young Sheldon podcast where me, Jack Storbeck, and my co-host, Optin Haydari. Optin, introduce yourself. Yo, what's up? What's up? It's your boy. It's your boy. We're out here. What is it? Day, um, day nine of quarantine? It is day nine of quarantine. It is day nine. I, I don't, I think it depends, like, who, I don't know who decided the official start date of quarantine, but we're deep in it. We're a week in it, at least. Speaking of pandemics, there is also another pandemic opt-in, and that's the pandemic of terrible television. And when I say terrible television, I mean crap shows like Game of Thrones, uh, The Office, all the... Succession. Succession, terrible show. If you watch HBO and you watch it on an account that you pay for, I'm really sorry. I have nothing left to say. But there's another show that's on CBS, which is free. Optin, why don't you intro everybody on Young Sheldon really quickly. Just the premise of the show, all that jazz. Okay. Well, anyway, so you might be familiar with Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, uh, you know, world round phenomenon that somehow, like, is one of the most popular shows to exist in TV scape that nobody watches. Like, you don't even, you don't really hear like dedicated big bang theory fans maybe it's because they hang their heads in shame but anyway um cbs deciding you know can we put our money towards a compelling new idea can we you know amplify some younger divert more diverse tv writers who are bringing something new to the table what they decided is you know what would be great it'll be really fucking great is what if we take this kid that everybody hates and we just make him even more insufferable as a child and that's where we get young children Yes, and a little about the god of the Sheldon universe, the Sheldonverse, if you will, uh, Chuck Lorre, or as we'll be referring to him going forward, Big Daddy Chuck. Now, Big Daddy, now Chuck. Chuck, Big Daddy Chuck is, he's the Mozart of mediocre TV, whereas Mozart had piano, uh, Big Daddy Chuck has the moving image as his canvas, and he knows his audience, and his audience is people in nursing homes, dentist offices, hospital waiting rooms, basically places where you're not allowed to change the channel. Uh, You're sitting there and your loved one, think about it, your loved one's in the operating room undergoing surgery, probably like a 50% success rate. They might come out in a body bag. You don't want to watch Game of Thrones or BoJack Horseman to make you sad. You want some nice, consistent comedy. And that's where young Sheldon comes in. Now, does young Sheldon like relieve the pain of losing a loved one? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. You should be watching this show. And if you're not going to be watching this show, then that's where we come in because Obton and I will be breaking down each episode in the Young Sheldon catalog. And we're going to start off with the pilot episode. Okay, so we're going to watch the pilot right now and we'll be right back with our thoughts. I can hear them perks coming. I can hear the words coming. I can hear the streets coming. Okay, we're back. Um, wow. Not since the book of Genesis has there been quite an opening <laughs> to a universal expanse 
such as Young Sheldon. So we kick off the first line of this show is, I always love trains. Now, I don't know if Sheldon Cooper loves trains. I don't think he loves anything, and I love it. I'm all about that. Oh, yeah. Real psychopath shit. It, this, is, this is a transactional guy. Yeah. There, there, is no, there is no irrational. He does not have space for irrational connections no. to things. He drops the line, nobody was thinking of Newtonian mechanics in East Texas in 1989. And, wow, ain't that the truth. Like, Texas is not, like, all just fucking... In the 80s? Trailer park dumbasses. I, dude, my, my dad went to the University of Dallas. Like, there, there, are, there are people in Texas who have, you know brains i'm not from texas i've been there and people just won't shut the fuck up about whataburger and the cowboys and quite frankly whataburger sucks but i will say before we go texas they got um they have there's a place in houston that does stuffed turkey legs so they stuff a turkey leg with like cheese and corn and like pulled pork and whatever the fuck and that is if not the most disgusting and incredibly tasty thing I've ever heard. That's at least the most Texas thing I've ever heard. Here's the thing. I'll tell you who's not getting stuffed, and that is Mrs. Cooper, Sheldon's mom. <laughs> oh, my Sheldon's God, yes. mom, uh, first of all, this is an archetypical family, and by that I mean two sexually frustrated parents, an older brother that's a complete dumbass, and a, a sassy sister. And then there's Sheldon, and all of their family talk like hicks, like straight out of the yeah. fucking dust bowl. Like, again, back to Texas in the 80s. I know why they're not thinking of Newtonian mechanics, because they're thinking, who's going to sit next to me in this diner? That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> but this dinner scene. They're all coked up. If you're, if you're in East Texas in 1989, only thing, you, only thing you care about is Motley Crue, White Snake, and where to get the next bag of cocaine. There is an Axl Rose poster in his older brother's room, but we'll get to that later. Uh, the first dinner scene, uh, this is where we go to your point, Obton, about uh, him not making any uh, ridiculous emotional connections. He changes his accent. His whole family has southern accents. He changed it to what is it? A, a mid-Atlantic Mid-Atlantic, because that's how Nobel Prize laureates... Uh, yeah, he said no Nobel Prize winners are, are doing, but then but then Jim Parsons, who by the way is doing the voice. Yes, Jim Parsons, so do, the we, guy who plays Sheldon Cooper in uh, the Big Shame Theory, is also doing the voiceover. The Er Big Bang Theory, the Er Young Sheldon Big Bang yeah. Theory. Yeah, he does the voiceover uh, in the in this, which is you know that's a nice touch. You know to get him back, he sounds different. I don't know if you picked that up. I, I thought he sounded Yeah, because he made $10 million a season on that show. You're going to sound... You'll, <laughs> he'll change his accent, too. But during this yeah. dinner scene, he, he, to get back to the emotional connections thing, uh, he doesn't touch his family's hands. He's an extreme germaphobe, which, wow, talk about uh, art mimicking life. Um, but also, he, he admits oh, yeah. to Very his pressing. parents Very in pressing. Texas in the 80s that he's an atheist. The balls on this kid have to be gargantuan because yeah like to admit that you're an atheist to texas parents is bro his, you, you might as well come out as like a fucking convert to islam at that time i mean and his parents take it too they're just like oh yeah yeah no his words, parents no that's the thing his parents probably know they're like we're probably praying to no one right now uh but you yeah. know what like fuck it like it's texas he says i don't believe in god i but but i believe in yes. mom because his mom wants him to go to church. 
which establishes so we know one we know one thing about Sheldon is that he is a fucking mama's boy. He's a nerd and he's also a yeah, mama's so boy. Like all five nerds. minutes into this, we know that Sheldon is the biggest mama's mama's boy ever. He was probably uh, breastfed until age I want to say six. Maybe six and he's a half. He's probably best friend now, dude. We we have no reason to not believe. Yeah, his brother now. in the dinner scene or in the dinner scene, yeah, was like, "Why can't we have tater tots again?" And I know in Sheldon's mind, he's like, "Tater tots? Are you serious, mom? Rip off that top and give me the goods." <laughs> Sheldon drinks his mom's breast milk at age seven, and this is important because tomorrow is his first day of ninth grade, so he's skipping yes. uh, a bunch of grades. And he's going. What grade? What grade? What grade is he supposed to be going into? He's in ninth grade. Is How old like is he? Grade? Is he seven? He's, he's nine. nine. He's nine. He's nine. We established this. I think he must be going into like sixth grade or something, right? All like, of Sheldon's friends are incredibly dumb. What friends? He, yeah, that's the other thing. He has no friends. Um, their parents definitely smoked while their his uh, classmates were in utero, but. Oh yeah. But then we go to the church scene, and this is when Sheldon is asking people in church if they have evil thoughts, because he doesn't. So we know already that he's, he's innocent. He's starting on a clean slate, but this is a good jumping off point because as like the typical hero's journey goes, he's going to have some evil thoughts. And they're going to be about his family, for sure. Because he's already emotionally distanced himself from them. He won't even touch their hands when they're praying. He doesn't believe in God. He has no moral compass. He's going to have evil thoughts. If not now, I can't wait till the next episode to see those seeds start to get planted in that little boy's mind. No, I mean, you know, here's the thing. One thing we can know for a fact, young Sheldon has not gone through yes, puberty. 100%. Agreed. His voice is high-pitched. He's got no shoulder, broad shoulders. He's no facial hair. The man has not gone yes. through puberty yet. We can establish that right off the boat. Once he does, that's when shit's going to get dark. Because that's when you start repressing yourself. And, you know, you start trying to, like, deal with these hormones. And that's when, like, that's when kids that are like, that are like Sheldon, you know, quote-unquote gifted, um, you know, that's when they can diverge, you know? You can either be like, figure your shit out. Or you can become like a repressed weirdo. 100%. That, that's, 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 the, that's the arc. I think that's the really the arc of young Sheldon, you know? If we ignore, if we, let, let's assume that Big Bang Theory is not canon, okay? We don't know no, how Big Sheldon Big Bang Theory Cooper. was literally a bunch of writers on 50 milligrams of Adderall trying to get their weekly paycheck. They didn't give a fuck about what was going on in that show. But I do count it as canon from a character perspective. Because Sheldon exactly. in that show is an evil piece of shit. And like yeah, Darth well, Vader, we go back and we see the Anakin Skywalker and how he became that. And that's where young Sheldon comes into play. We'll say the actor that plays uh, young Sheldon, a lot better than Jake Lloyd. And probably going to be doing a lot better than Jake Lloyd uh, right now. I don't know what Jake Lloyd's doing. Oh God, I would He's hope probably so. doing coke off of a hooker's butt crack. Is he, is, is, is he alive? <laughs> Is Jake Lloyd alive? Let's let's fact check that's this. Something I have to, we have to Google search this real quick. Come on. Yes, my man is alive. He is 31 years old. I don't believe old. it. Bless his heart. Stay safe. Um, Jake Lloyd, we love you if you ever listen to this. Um, you know, Jake Lloyd, uh, fuck Jake Lloyd, if you're ever listening to this, I will give you my personal phone number and address, and I want you to come to my house and stab me in the neck with a knife. Oh, my God. Wild. Okay, we're talking about Star Wars. Getting back on track. Okay, so we go to the next act. Okay. uh, And this is where Sheldon starts his first day of high school. Now, he's 
freaked out because he can't find his fucking bow tie. Um, and the mom thinks that his older brother took it. That maybe his twin sister took it. I don't know if we established that. He has a twin sister. Uh, they're fraternal twins, obviously. Um, I'm not a doctor, but I'll, I trust that that's what it's called. All right. Here's my it – is, it is fraternal. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. I said this before. Okay. So here's the thing I know about. This is anecdotal, right? But we're going to take it as science. If, they're, if you have a fraternal twin – it's always like one of them's a weirdo, one of them becomes cool as shit. So, anyway, right. he's missing his bow tie. It turns out his dad took it because his dad doesn't want his ass to get kicked in high school. His dad's the football coach. He works at the school. He goes to school. First class rats out the entire class for breaking the dress code. Calls his incredible. Yeah, great scene. Hilarious comedy. Huge nutsack to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The next time I hear somebody say, hey, watch this uh, comedy show, I'm going to be like, have you seen this clip of Young Sheldon? And if they say, no, I don't watch Young Sheldon, anything they say out of their mouths will be completely invalid because of this scene. It's hilarious. And if you don't exactly. like it, then no, yeah. I hate you. But he tells the teacher, he tells one of the teachers, because uh, this whole thing is like, his mom is trying to like, you know, plead with him. Like, okay, look, don't wear the bow tie. You're going to get bullied. You're going to get your ass kicked. It's going to make your life really hard. You know, just come on, come on, please, like, don't do this. And he's like, what if they see me, recognize I'm smart, and make me their leader? Yes. Which, you know, the brains the brains on that guy to just imagine that it's the way the world works. Or he wants power. I don't know what I, yeah. Sheldon, Sheldon is not fucking yeah, around. Sheldon, the only thing standing in Sheldon's way, his classmates. Which, by the way, in the show, it's like euphoria, except more accurate. Um, exactly. Yeah, they've got terrible tattoos. Uh, so he goes to school, rats out the class, says his female teacher has a mustache and that mustaches are against dress code. Hilarious. Uh, so then the, all the teachers convene and they try to ice this kid. They're like, get him the fuck out of this school. He like is questioning me in front of my class. He wants to become leader. They bring that up again. Um, and then his mom says we can't like we have no choice like we he's a genius he needs to be in high school and we can't afford to send him to private high school so here we go we're already we've we've already covered religion and his thoughts on that so now we're getting into class warfare often and i know you can speak oh, yeah. on that a little better than i can yeah oh yeah no so so what, what's interesting here is that um you know sheldon being this like because, you know, he, he, he speaks with, like, this mid-Atlantic affectation, you know? He, like, looks down on everyone around him. He like, looks down on his family members, on, like, the, on their, their hunger for tater tots and what have you, and, like, on Texas in general. But he's, but he's, he's coming from, like, a humble economic background. His family's, you know, real. The mother and father, they're fighting. He's asking, like, is, are we fighting about, like, uh, are we fighting on, are we having financial troubles? So he's astute, but he doesn't really understand, you know, that there's like a... He thinks just because he's smart that he can escape his economic condition, right? This is this is his flaw. This is his flaw. Yes, and this is what we were saying during the episode because I don't get the sense that he wears his uh, class background on his sleeve. I get the sense that he's going to be a complete traitor, and he's given me huge Pete Buttigieg vibes. Like, oh, huge big, like, vibes. I will... I, I'm getting to the top. Means testing your name, like, exactly. You know, like means testing your yeah. accent, he, like just picking he's up. He's doing what accent. Pete did with Obama's accent uh, at age nine. So, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Anybody, anybody who fakes an accent like that, I mean, like that's that takes huge brains. That's that's some not that's not smooth smooth brain shit. That's some real. You're, that's you're not even that. It's Daniel Day Lewis shit. Like, why is this guy not yeah. acting? He yeah. gives it. He no, gives really. a convincing, and I don't mean the actor playing Sheldon. I mean Sheldon himself, because. Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis, like, oh, look, he he speaks in an English accent when he's a real person, but when he plays Lincoln, he sounds like Lincoln. Fuck off. I don't care. He's method acting a role, and once he's done with that role, it's over, and he goes back to being Daniel Day-Loser or whatever the fuck. But <laughs> Sheldon is method acting his fucking life right now. If that's yeah. not high-level commitment, then fucking kill me because i th th there's nothing i've seen on television like that lincoln give me a break average movie huge, good movie huge psychopath know, energy whatever. it's incredible so yeah not him not not lincoln the fact that sheldon speaks like yeah this. there's incredible. a scene where uh sheldon plays piano by ear has never touched a keyboard in his life he's got perfect pitch i guess just like like unless he's gonna be playing some like Billy Joel or Elton John, I don't really want to hear it. I don't like if he plays Claire de Lune, sweet. He says he said his teacher's like okay like oh like have you thought about pursuing music and he's like no musicians do drugs which is a hilarious it is true. hilarious b b though here's the thing here's the thing do you think Sheldon at any point in his life will touch drugs? Not like poor people drugs. <laughs> Not the kind, yeah, I mean, not the kind you and I that. take. Oh my god, <laughs> this is this is parody. Um, but no, no. But here's the thing: Sheldon, 100% type of guy. He's gonna have a roommate that does acid. 100%. Sheldon would will do LSD. Mark my words. At some point in his life, I disagree. Because that's the, that's that, that's the, I mean, like he's a square, but plenty of squares get into some weird drugs. I'm just saying. The only drugs I can see Sheldon willfully doing is if he invents his own vaccine and tests himself on it. <laughs> I can see Sheldon poking needles in him, but it ain't it ain't that brown sugar. It's going to be some fucking like he's going to like invent the flu vaccine for fun and he's not going to share it with anyone because that would be giving away something for free and where's the yeah. power and the gain in that? Okay, so then we go to football practice, and his brother is a meathead, has severe CTE. That's probably why he talks like a fucking hillbilly. And he's embarrassed because his football team is making fun of him uh, for having his nerdy brother in class with him. So then... Was that why? I thought he was just kicking ass. No, he's, like, pissed off that the okay. team was making fun okay, of him. Okay, yeah. So he goes, to the, yeah, he right. goes to the locker room, pissed off, does that classic, throws helmet down, and his dad, who's also the football coach, conflict of interest, uh, comes in and tries to console him, and he's like, I'm not talking to you as your dad. I'm talking to you as your coach. You have to keep your head in there. And he's like, well, can you talk to me as my dad? And his dad looks at him in the face and says, no. <laughs> his dad clearly is not the best dad and we get into that in the next scene because sheldon's watching some science bullshit on tv um he's watching some science show on tv sheldon's dad comes in the room and is basically explaining to him why they had to move and sheldon's dad explains to him that they moved because sheldon's dad uh ratted out his own football team uh that he was uh one of the coaches of for illegally recruiting students in high school uh if you can't handle the heat 
get out of the kitchen, man. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. bitch, man. If Come you on, don't want to win, then why the fuck are you coaching high school so, football? In so Texas. In Texas? House? Come on. Dude, yeah. this is Friday night light shit, and you're this, yeah, literally ratting out your team to do the right thing. This isn't a fucking PSA, dude. You're trying to win. Yeah. No wonder they should have yeah. fucking killed him for that in That's Texas. That's literally treason. Yeah. You can be drawn and quartered for that. Oh yeah. Good lord. Yeah. No psycho yeah. shit. Don't do that. I mean, it's the thing. It's like that. Like it's the one, the one holy thing in Texas. Is that we're talking about like a state. Where you can't have, like, like, instead of hospitals, they have fucking high school stadiums that are the size of college stadiums. Yeah. Like, like they live and breathe football. How are you going to just snitch on your own team? Yeah, Come on. and here's, and it's funny because we go back to that scene where Sheldon ratted out his class for breaking the dress code. Boy, does the apple not fall far. Because fucking yep. tucked in jeans Daddy's dad is ratting out his football program. And that's why he yeah. got iced from that school. And now they moved to an even worse part of East Texas, which, honestly, I can't even imagine. Um, yeah. But for some reason, this, this kind of breaks down Sheldon's walls a little bit. In the next scene, uh, we have a second dinner scene, and they're praying. And Sheldon, again, using the gloves so he doesn't have to hold his family's hands during prayer, takes off his left-hand glove and holds his dad's hand. And he mentions that that was the first time that he held his dad's hand. And then we wrap the pilot. And that's the, the first episode in the long line of uh, young Sheldon episodes. Now, looking back at that episode, uh, Obton, what were some of your big takeaways? The first thing I think is just hilarious, conceptually amusing that they did is the fact that Sheldon is that he's always got to be wearing his bow tie. I mean, like, oh, okay, actually, let me go back. The funny thing that I think about, not only young Sheldon, but, you know, the Urtex Big Bang Theory, is how they, like, present everything as, like, oh, he's a fucking genius. You know, he's a huge genius. He's way beyond his ear. But the stuff he's talking about and the science in the show is just, like, base-level, like, like, fifth grade science and shit. It's like, yeah, you can power a clock. Like, there's a scene where he's talking like, oh, you can power a clock through a potato. It's like, dude, that's like a fourth grade science experiment, right? This is not, like, really high-end stuff we're talking about here. But they always present it as if it's this, like, like insane discoveries and, like, he's, like, an absolute fucking child prodigy. It's like, dude, I could have been young Sheldon. Like, mo like, any motherfucker who, like, paid, like, even half attention to, like, Seventh grade science knows these basic facts about like science history yes, or whatever. But do you know why that is, Optin? Back why? to Big Daddy Chuck knowing his audience. His you think you think the people that watch Chuck Lorre's shows know what the first law Newton's first law of motion is? Of course not. They don't know what the first, like, amendment of the Constitution is. They just say it all the time because Sean Hannity tells them to scream that when they are at the bank or the post office or some corrupt government institution or, like that. Or when, they're, or when they're horny. Yeah, exactly. As usual. Like, yeah. Like, the, <laughs> they, 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 they don't know any laws. So when he's giving them an actual show like this that has genius and merit, woven into the fabric of the actual story he, they need to start from the basic because again 
Chuck Lorre's fan base was raised at a time when cigarette smoking while carrying a child was not only acceptable, but probably encouraged. So these... Yeah, your doctor was probably like, this is a great way to just like help with your anxiety. Exactly. So the people that are watching this show are probably like five Manhattans deep into the first episode. They don't know what the fuck Newton's laws of motion are. They need to know. And that's what Sheldon's doing is he's not talking to himself. He's talking to us. He's saying, hey, dumbasses. Here's some fucking science for you. You didn't know you could power a clock out of a potato? You don't know how fucking trains work? Well, I'm going to teach you. So that's the other thing about this show is that you walk away learning things. And believe me, I don't walk away learning anything from CNN or Game of Thrones or anything else on TV. Yeah, everything I know. If, if, if it's necessary knowledge... If it's, like, knowledge that you need to, like, survive in life, I'm pretty sure you can, it, it would be said on Young Sheldon or Big Exactly. Baby no high-level, no high-level shit here, you know? It's not like we're talking about, like, actual complex, like, mathematics or, like, theoretical physics. It's just more like, yeah, you know that thing that you kind of know? Like, you kind of know the, the three laws of thermodynamics and you kind of know, like, like, basic facts about like Christopher Columbus or whatever the fuck. Yeah. We're going to reinforce those for you. You're going to be like, Oh yeah, I kind of yeah. that. And again, like going back to how he's talking to the audience, it's like an object at, at rest will stay at rest unless acted upon by an outside force. He's talking to you person sitting on your fat ass, just watching fucking bullshit HBO all day, thinking you're going to get your big break. Sheldon's saying no, you need a kick in the ass to get up off the fucking couch and do something with your life, you sad piece of shit. He doesn't say that. I'm paraphrasing. But that's what, that's what Newton's law means uh, to everyday people. Is like, again, back to waiting in the hospital waiting room. You sitting there is not going to help uh, your loved one live or die on that operating table. So go outside, hedge your bets, find a new partner. Lovely. Maybe maybe there's um, another person in the operating in the waiting room that's also lost somebody. Perfect conversation and you bond starter. Over young Sheldon, exactly. No better conversation starter. You just come up from now on. We just gotta come up to everybody we see, every stranger in the street, every girl or guy we meet at a bar. You know, we want to like you know get friendly with. Just like, hey, uh, do you watch Young Sheldon on CBS? And just you know make the magic happen from there. And if they say no then, you know, we're here to provide you with the information you need, the critical life skill you need to just, like, pedantically describe young Sheldon on CBS to them. Yes. And, and, and impress them with your knowledge of ba- these basic scientific facts. Exactly. Like, you're gonna, you're you know, gonna, laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to impress some people. And let me tell you this. If you go to a hospital and you're walking outside and you see somebody walk out in their 20s, early 30s, and they're crying, that means one thing. They're single. Oh, my God. That's dark. I'm keeping it. (laughs) Um, So basically we already covered that Sheldon doesn't want – he isn't really – he does want money. He's he's kind of uh, pissed off that his family is just a bunch of dumbasses that uh, are making – they're probably in the bottom one or two tax brackets, which Sheldon is not a fan of. He wants, like, he shares a room with his sister. He doesn't like that. Um, probably, yeah, I mean, G, like, yeah. 
somebody like Sheldon nowadays in their bedroom alone is not a good idea because what they're doing is they're probably 3D printing an AR-15. Or just posting on 4chan, just like Yeah, he's listening to the Daily Stormer or something like that. Oh my god. Again, this is Sheldon. uh, He's he's more affable than your typical incel. He's also uh, before puberty, so we can't really classify him as an incel yet. Um, or exactly. a ball cell. No, Sheldon has Sheldon has huge ball yeah. cell energy though. That's uh, that's something we can know for a fact. He is voluntarily celibate. He's like on some monk shit, you know. He's like he's foregone the earthly desire, right? And like the, and, and the pleasures of the flesh. Like he just he's only uh, he only pursues yeah. knowledge. So I don't know, Obzin, You got any final thoughts on this last episode and and what what you think is going to happen in the next episode? What what is the arc of the show? I really have no idea. It could it's go it's any number yeah, of directions. This is gonna be a big oak tree, and we just planted the seed. So how many branches this is gonna go off into? I have no idea. I definitely think his yeah. sister is gonna pop him in the face. Uh, I think his mom his mom's not gonna hit him. I think everybody there, in his there there is some. There's some corporal punishment in the future. Here, yeah, his dad's sure. a football coach. There's it's the some, 80s in Texas. There's some belt whipping. There's some belt whipping in the play. Oh, I don't even think... The, the belts will be a good day. Oh, yeah, my God. Sheldon should be worried about the stick. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oof. The paddle. Yeah, the paddle. Sheldon just might just get locked in, like, the closet for, like, 24 hours without food or water or light. But, yeah, going forward, I, I don't know where I think Sheldon's... Uh, I don't know. It's going to be hard to say. I definitely think there's going to be a girl that has a crush on him. She's going to find out he's nine and she's going to have to go to prison. Um, (laughs) But other than that, I don't know. It's the pilot. I think Sheldon will dabble with religion. I think that religion will be Islam. I also think that religion will be Islam. Yeah. He's shown, he's shown nothing. He's shown nothing but contempt for Jesus Christ, which is brave to say the least. He claims he's an atheist, but he will find the light. Trust me. He will find the light. And it's not going to be the light of Christ. I'll tell you that because Jesus <laughs> was a carpenter, which means only one thing. He got C's in high school with that. Obton, yeah. you have any, anything else to say? Yeah. Uh, okay. So one of the first things that I noticed about, Young Sheldon, that kind of threw me off because I, 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 I had not seen Young Sheldon, but I'd seen clips, I guess. Well, I didn't really put it two and two together here is that um, this is an entirely different format than The Big Bang Theory. You know, like a Big Bang Theory is like a multicam sitcom, right. right? It's like a traditional sitcom, laugh track, everything. And this here is not. It is single cam. It is no, no laugh track. It's not really fu- I don't. I don't know what it's going for tonally. It has a more like sort of serious family drama element to it, but it definitely is not doing it well. well. No, I honestly, I disagree with you because in the Big Bang Theory, they did have a laugh track. Uh, I hope it was a laugh track. I hope it wasn't a live studio audience or anybody like that, which I honestly appreciate more because hearing people laugh at the Big Bang Theory is worse than not hearing people laugh at Young Sheldon. For sure. You ever you sure. ever hear the you ever see those videos that are just like Big Bang Theory without the laugh track? Yeah. Those are incredible. And that just 
Yeah, no, it, it's it's better than the show yeah. because people laugh. There's nothing worse than hearing somebody laugh at the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, but without the laughs too, you kind of just hear the raw sort of like insanity of it, where it's just like, oh, these are like really bad jokes. And when you like you, they just leave the space for the cue, and you just it just feels so uncanny and surreal. And right. but like, there's none of that here, you know. Like at least I had that uncanny kind of weird element to the laugh track and the, the the laughing at the obviously not funny jokes in Big Bang Theory. And here it's like, oh, now you want me to like feel emotions towards an obviously not dramatic scene. Hey, it worked for me. I mean, honestly, it, 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 it I liked it a lot more because I was just like, I can't stand hearing other people laugh at comedy because usually they're wrong. And second of all, it's like, I don't I don't want that. You know, with young Sheldon, yeah. it's like, we're going to make you laugh. And in some areas they did. And in some areas it made me think. Um, and God knows that nobody is thinking when they're watching the Big Bang Theory. I'll tell you that. Let's do some like uh, candid talk, you know, talk about the world, the life, the, the, the quarantine situation while we're here, you know? Yeah. How's your, um, how, how are you? I feel like, you know, like, I don't want to go outside more than I have to. I'm good, though. I mean, like, as far as, uh, uh, you know, it could be worse, right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I get to sit at home, you know, I, I'm writing, kind of, not as much as I should. You know, I'm playing music, kind of, not as much as I should. I'm watching, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing most of the time. Somehow I can make the hours pass. That's the scary thing for me, is like, what if this quarantine goes by... And I look back, I'm like, man, I did nothing for five weeks but, like, jerk off and look Oh, at that's exactly what how my five weeks are going to go by. Actually, my one, the one thing I do know that's going to happen within these five weeks is if I have to sit in here for five weeks, I know I'm going to try smoking crack. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but for, you have to buy the crack first. And, like, how are you going to do that? It's not like this crack delivery services. The, the, the drug, drug dealers are going to have to get... You know what's funny, though, is uh, weed, pot, like, weed dealers, weed dispensaries, that's essential businesses. California determined that they're essential businesses, which is kind of incredible. It's hilarious. It's great. I love it. I, you love to see it, really, frankly. I'm... Thank God, honestly. Because, you know, that, that would cause the real riots. If you make everybody stay home, but they can't smoke weed... That's when you always Here's have to get the, the thing. real thing. I had trouble. no problem getting weed when it was illegal. It wasn't like drug dealers are like, oh, it's the quarantine. I can't sell drugs. Of course they can't. If anything, now is when they're probably doing better than ever before. Oh, yeah. Business must be booming for them, You think them, if man. Sheldon was slinging booming. rock, you think he would let a fucking quarantine get in the way from that money? No way. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. No, the man's probably... My man's got to smoke pot at some point, you know? Why would he not? He's going to try it. He's going to be in some situation where someone Texas tells him, you weed, know, they, Texas they, they, weed they, in the Reagan, Bush, Clinton era? No. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah, that's just got to be dirty. It'd be, uh, literally, it'd be pro you'd probably get more high just like going into your shed and huffing acetone or whatever you can find. Just a cocktail of paint thinner and like car lubricant and just get a nice hefty whiff and just let that sweet mixie take you off to high hell hey um yeah no 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 exactly yeah that shit's got to be laced with like 
stuff you don't want to see. That's truckers. That's the trucker speed. Of, that's why everybody um, back pot, then. That's why everybody in Sheldon's era like smoked crystal meth and crack because the weed yeah. sucked. They had no other option. Exactly. Exactly. Nyquil got you they higher no than fucking weed back then. Yeah, this is the Quaaludes era. Now that we're talking about the drugs in the nineteen with well, in nineteen eighty nine, you could still get some legit Quaaludes, right? Yeah, Sheldon could probably make them. Um, I think I think Quaaludes is interesting. That there's this fucking thing, this drug that like just doesn't work anymore. Like I said, like they're not making any more of them. The ones that exist probably don't like. Probably they're still around. Probably don't work at all anymore. They probably like like bunk now. Um, that's kind of wild. It's kind of trippy when you think about it. That's why I need. That's why I need to get through the rest of this fucking um, quarantine yeah. shit. That and every episode of Young Children, we're gonna do them all. We're gonna we're do gonna, them all. We got nowhere to go. Nothing to do. We got no excuse. Do a public service. This is a public service when you think about it. You know, we have we have public servants who are doing real critical work. You know, making sure everyone stays healthy and stays safe, and there's food on the table. And then there's you know the public service. Yeah, content. I mean we know we know you're not gonna watch Young Sheldon because you people have no taste. So exactly. we're doing it for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess uh, we'll wrap it up there. That was the pilot episode um, of the Gates of Shell podcast, and we'll see you all for episode two. Thank you for joining, uh, Obton. My man. See you next episode. See you next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, stay inside. Wash your hands. Wash your um, hands. You dirty don't go animals. crazy. Maintain social distancing, and um, yeah, um, try not to go too crazy out there, folks. Peace. Peace. You understand that some people are going to be intimidated by you, or maybe they'll recognize my intellect and make me their leader. Hey, mom, look, that girl's pregnant. Young Sheldon, CBS this fall after the Big Bang Theory.